I've been listening to another podcast. Sorry, didn't understand you. I said, I've been listening to another podcast. I still didn't understand you. All I said was, I've been listening to another podcast. What is this, an inquisition? Nobody expects the staggering inquisition. Our main weapons are inane humour and bad puns. Our main true weapons are inane humour, bad puns and enormous fanatical dedication to El Presidente. Our three main weapons are... Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to this, the latest Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Adam. And I am just Keith. Oh. Oh. Yes, yes. We uh, are we are ladyless tonight. We are ladyless tonight. Oh, um, back with dolls again. There has been a few flakes of snow in the <laughs> southern part of England. More yeah. than a few flakes. So, to which point, I think... Tiny bit. Jean has cried off while my <laughs> beloved wife managed to stagger in about five o'clock this morning trying to get back from Horsham. Yeah, she, I drunk? walked it in an hour and a half. It took her 11 hours by car. <laughs> it took her 11 <laughs> yeah. hours by car. So it took me an hour and 20 minutes to drive four miles. <laughs> yeah. I used to walk that to work yeah. <laughs> in less than an hour. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so I'm afraid it is just the men tonight. Yeah. It's a sausage fest. <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> <laughs> Breadfirst or grillfirst? What are we now? Thinking, I was thinking more Lincolnshire myself. You know, Chipolata, Ow, Cumberland, <laughs> Curly Whirly. <laughs> On with the news now. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, being stretched out on a rack of misinformation, it's the news with El Presidente. Yeah! Doctor Who, three-day orgy of Who coming. Ooh. Mm. It was accidentally leaked to us at the Gallifrey One convention a few weeks back. That is rather disturbing, the word coming and in the next sentence, leaked. <laughs> leaked, yes. <laughs> it's he who writes, not me. <laughs> but it is now official. BBC Worldwide are holding a three-day Doctor Who event Ooh. over the anniversary weekend. Mm. Or London's EC... XL. 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 Exhibition Centre will play host to the extravaganza, for which we know all manner of doctors, companions, cast, crew, past and present, have been asked to leave an openness in their diaries. You're having trouble tonight. I am. I am. <laughs> Specifically... Friday the 22nd of November through to Sunday the 24th of November 2013. Mm. It is currently unclear if this will be a 
will be three one-day events, much like last year's official Who Day, which was actually two basically identical one-day events, mm-hmm. or an entire three-day event. Mm. Given they have said that 15,000 fans mm. will be attending, it is more likely to be three lots of 5,000 per day events, mm. rather than trying to cram the whole 15,000 into uh, one day. Stay, yes. Yeah. Time will tell. Nor is there any word on pricing yet, but don't expect less than £99 per mm, day. Ka-ching! That's what it yep. was for the uh, last year's one, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yes. I d- can't see it being cheaper. No, no. You never know, no. but I doubt it. Amanda Hill, Chief Brands Officer at BBC Worldwide, said... 2013 is an opportunity for fans around the world to come together and celebrate the glorious past, present and future of Doctor Who. Ka-ching, big time. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yes, yes. Worth going? I would would like to go, but again, it depends very much on the tickets. Getting hold of a ticket is going to be tricky. Worldwide, there's going to be a lot of people wanting to come to this. There are. Not just people in the UK. Yeah. Well, t- I think Ticketmaster will be a meltdown. Huh. Yeah. I'd like to go. Which day, though? Yeah. Do you go on the Friday when no kids will be about? Do you go on the mm. Saturday, the actual anniversary That's day? It, yeah. Or the Sunday? I know which day you will go. All three. No, <laughs> no. You will go on the day that, that Karen Gillen, Gillen is, is going. <laughs> She'll be there all weekend, I That's expect. the day yeah. you will go. Now, if she's only going to be there for one day... That's the day you will go. <laughs> Is this in the faint hope that she might be locked out of her hotel room again? Well, you never know. <laughs> it worked for me that last time. <laughs> it has got the master key. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, you heard it here first. Yep. Last time. Or time before. You heard it here tentatively first. Yeah. Yes. That's looking promising, yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. But it's going to be very much like the last event where it's... You sit down in the auditorium, they put on a few panels. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they put more or less put on a show rather yeah. than... It's not a normal convention as no. we'd know it. No. But their version of Longleat, I suppose. Yeah, true, true, true. Star Wars, bring in, you're almost dead. Spurting forth from none other than the throat of Lucas itself is casting news that pretty much surprises no one. <laughs> Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford are all set to reprise their roles in the new Star Wars films, or at least for J.J. Abrams' Episode Seven. Sensing a disturbance in the mouse, mm, George Lucas then backtracked to, Maybe I'm not supposed to say that. I think they want to announce that with some big whoop-de-doo, but we're negotiating with them. Mm. Of course, now that Disney have confirmed that there will be also standalone films, oh dear, (laughs) alongside the saga episodes, it is possible that Luke, Leia and Han may appear in those. Too. Mm. Then again, we may just get some Jar Jar Binks spin-offs. <laughs> Jar Jar, the Gungan of Courage. Don't. <laughs> so I mean, as I say, seeing it's Disney's or one of the compa- yeah. well, one of the main characters will probably have some sort of cute, fluffy companion with it. <laughs> yeah, it's chewy, cute, and fluffy. Well, well, no, sort of something small, cute, and fluffy. Gary Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she's probably a bit hairy now. So, yeah. oh, oh, oh. good grief. Doctor Who, Hartnell sauce. Oh, tomato or barbecue? Hartnell. Ah. <laughs> Little late to the party, in typical Cube 7 style, the Doctor role-playing game has had the first of its run of Doctor-specific source books released. 
Naturally starting with the youngest, but oldest looking doctor, William Hartnell's first doctor. According to Cubicle 7, Celebrating the 50th anniversary year of Doctor Who, this 160-page hardcover source book explores the first Doctor's adventures with detailed information on all these allies, enemies, aliens and gadgets that he encounters. As well as examining each of his adventures, the book contains a wealth of material for the Doctor Who Adventures in Time and Space RPG and it's also being a fact-packed resource for fans of the show, Keith. Ooh, plug plug. Mm. The PDF version is available now and the Dead Tree version in April slash May, they say. Or, in other words, May or so in mm. Cubicle 7 speak. <laughs> Emphasis on the or so. I've actually got this. I have too, actually. I've, yeah. Uh, yeah. In I've PDF start, form, of course. I've started reading a PDF form. I, I feel I have to defend Cubicle 7 slightly from your, your, your <laughs> lambasting in this <laughs> Article. Never known to be but, out on time. <laughs> but they, they have, in the last, last recent set of um, releases, they've been mm-hmm. fairly good and bought them out quite precipitously one after another. I think okay. what scuppered them is the fact that the BBC demanded a complete revamp for the 11th Doctor mm-hmm. and then took an internal age for actually uh, validating it. Uh, okay, yeah. But having said that, this is more or less a so- source book for games masters yeah you can use you know, it's open to everyone anyone can buy it mm-hmm. but it's got a, a synopsis of each of the Hartnell episodes mm-hmm. instructions and hints on how to stage those episodes as a role playing game right and each one has got at least three tips or pointers for spin off stories from uh, these okay. adventures yeah, yeah so you can you can follow it on and, and do different actions yeah the, the first two chapters are on how to Role play the first doctor because the he's era. well, he's vastly different mm-hmm. from any other doctor that comes next. Because yeah. after Hartnell, he's the doctor is definitely the hero, but yeah. during Hartnell, the hero is nine times out of ten someone else. Yes, and there was one thing that I did love that they've actually done is yeah. uh, they have these various things called traits in the uh, role playing game. Mm-hmm. So if you play them, you get various points for your character and whatever. But they have given the first Doctor a faulty heart trait. Oh, okay. So that in times of stress uh-huh. or, or trouble, one of his hearts actually stops, causing right. him to fall unconscious. Very but, convenient. Mm. No, but I'd say it nicely ties yeah. up yeah. Uh, the... The, certainly the part from uh, Inside the Ship where Ian listens to his heart and hears it beating steady but only hears the one the heart. One. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's, as they say, it, it, it will cause him intense pain or uh, if you do a critical fumble will cause him to regenerate. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> I thought that was just a nice little touch. It, it does, it's not needed but it shows no. that they are actual fans of the show, they, yeah. they try causing to, him to regenerate. Yeah. I, mean, well, I mean, that's a tad extreme. Well, it's just a tad well, the other. Well, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. no real reason for the Doctor to regenerate mm. for the fact that he was slightly old. But mm, it was yeah. a, a, certainly a stressful time mm. throughout the whole of the adventure. Oh. You know, so I, it just smacks to me of, yes, that yeah. somebody there is thinking and knows and has a love for the show. Mm. Yeah, they've gone through every story. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very impressive. Yeah, every single story there, and including certain hints and throwbacks to the current series especially the Sensorites because okay, the Sensorites okay. is Sense-sphere, on Sensphere yeah, yeah. which is meant to be in the neighbourhood of 
Oodsphere. Oodsphere, yeah. So it, it is referenced. It's mentioned uh-huh. in there. Clever. Mm. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. What I'm really getting at is the fact is late yeah. is that everybody else is on Pertwee in March. Yeah. So we've got Big Finish, we've got Audio, well, th- Go, we've got the books. They're all doing a doctor a month yeah. over I the think, anniversary. Said, I think the whole thing is is it's been scuppered slightly for the, their, their plans initially. Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to catch up as best they can, but they did mention in the press release when it first came out that it would be 2013, 2014. Yeah. So. The anniversary doesn't actually start till November. No. Mm. And then from November through to November 2014 is actually the anniversary. Yeah. Ah. yeah. So <laughs> every starting January this year, but we're still mm. in the 49th anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Actually. Um, technically, yeah. yeah. Technically. When you, you're nine years old, the day after you're nine years old, you're not then ten. ten. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the ninth year, so yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know they've got the first six Doctors in some stage of production. Yeah. They haven't got on to seven yet. No. Also, having a word with the uh, galley, they had mm-hmm. one of the uh, the guys from Cubicle 7 yeah. there, and I'd had a little discussion with him, and they weren't allowed... Because the, the Eighth Doctor, they've only got the um, telly movie. Unless they can get a deal with Big Finishers on the they, They're not mm. allowed to do that. They, can't, they, haven't, got a big, okay. they haven't got a big deal... Uh, they haven't got a deal with um, Big Finish. So what they're actually going to do is write an Eighth Doctor campaign. Okay. Hmm. So there will be an eighth doctor book mm-hmm. but it's it's as a, compa- a campaign book yeah they've got the rights to all doctor who in terms of tv doctor they've got the rights to yeah all the televised episodes as far as i can ascertain it so they're in theory the only people who could write the time war they finish theory, can't do it yeah they they're in theory they are but they're not allowed they oh, okay been, no i suppose not as they said the, the guy i can't remember who it was but the guy yeah. who said he said great we can do the time war no <laughs> no in fact to be honest I don't think any of us would want them to do so I, 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 I love like I, I think I've said before I love the hints yeah. of the time war yeah. and I'm upset that the hints have stopped but yes it was good you know that yeah. enough is enough but yeah you, you just get the small choice little mm. tidbits but no they, mm. they weren't allowed the time war no well any addendums I have one addendum oh yeah one addendum lay it on us Star Wars Clone Wars Ooh. is dead. Dead. Oh dead. Yeah, they they mm. have decided to pull the plug on the clone. That is not entirely unexpected, is it? Given that that's running on uh, Cartoon, Cartoon Network, I think it's mm-hmm. Cartoon a rival Network. to yeah. Disney's uh, own cartoon channel. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so that that is pulled, and we've all we're having mooted rumours of this uh, Star Wars film and Star Wars TV series. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of resurrecting so they might change to that mm. there is talk of them doing some webby type things yeah. to finish it mm-hmm. off yeah mm-hmm. Clone yeah. Wars uh, so I think they're taking it I think it's been taken to this is going to be the last season that they're either they're making or they're showing at the moment I'm not sure that they're making yeah they're, they are making yeah, yeah. 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 and then they're finished off online yeah. away from uh, Cartoon Network yes <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so it seems a bit of a shame because it it's a highly regarded series mm. probably better regarded than the prequels yes <laughs> got to be a lot better <laughs> but, it's, uh, but uh, they're the, killing it because it's for political reasons. Yeah, it's yeah. A shame. Well, I think more monetary reasons than political. Mm. Well, it's because it's not Disney. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's who holds the purse strings. Yeah. Any more? I have another. Oh, oh, Adam has an addendum. Mm. Drum roll, please. It's a big one. Oh, we don't wish to know that we've already had the sausage fest. <laughs> the pond effect. Oh, dear. It turns out that in 2012, the most popular name for newborn girls is Amelia. 
<laughs> yeah. Number one is Amelia. Then you get to Lily, Emily, Sophia, Isabel, etc., etc. Yeah. And then over in the states, yeah. do we know what the boys? Boys. Who cares about boys? Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. Answer- no I, no, I don't think Rory's Jackson. up there, if that's what you're thinking. Okay. <laughs> or Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think Doctor would be somehow. No, but in the US, Amelia is at number 12. No, it's not mm-hmm. bad. It's not bad, not bad. But you can't help but think that uh, the pond has had some influence <laughs> on, uh, on Amy or Amelia yes. into the top of the chart there. Um, um, I don't think I should, but yeah, I think I probably agree with you. The, uh, back in 2011, which was still within the pond's reign, yeah. Yeah. it was the 11th most popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does uh, Rory sort of make an appearance anywhere? Don't think so. Don't know. I haven't got the uh, the boys one here. He's not interested in the boys. Oh, right. no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. So there we go. So, uh, everybody out there, mm. newborn baby girls, they to go for is Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> it's like throwing petrol on a fire. Mm. You know, it's interesting <laughs> to watch. Well, next year, will it be Clara, do you think? That's uh, it. I don't know. Yeah. time. I really don't think so. Yeah, can't see it. It's not in the top 20 at the moment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it might rise. It might get up there, but I don't think it will get as far as number one. No. She's not going to be as popular. <laughs> <laughs> not as good as the pond. Yes. <laughs> that end of the news. Get us out of this. So, I mean, I can't help but think, once the new series starts, I mean, the, will there be a Clara? Yeah, sort of cardboard cutout standing where um, the pondage used to be. I think I think we'll buy one, but, mm-hmm. you know, you might use it as a garden in the garden. or oh, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> She's all that bad. <laughs> no, I mean, you sit it in the garden as a scarecrow. We might buy you one, because we bought you the uh, Grunhilde. You did buy me Grunhilda Nobnacker. Any more addendum? I'm addendum addendum doubt. That's probably more than enough. Right, what shall we talk about? The snow? Uh, it's cold, it's cold. wet. Mm-hmm. It's crunchy. Yes. Flaky. <laughs> Chewy. <laughs> mm, with a hint of crunchiness. Yes. Well, we could do what we usually do at this point in time. Beat each other up. Oh. Mm. Dance around the Pertry Pole. <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking pretty Polish. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> looking Polish, isn't he? <laughs> is he a plumber? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Mm, Doctor Who. Yes. Okay. We have decided, by popular demand, Ooh. that we should finally, I'm sure we've done it before, but we'll do it again, yep. mm-hmm. and it probably won't match what we've said before, yep. but we will come up with, with our favourite Doctor Who stories for each Doctor. Mm-hmm. This time, there's the three of us, we'll go through it fairly quickly. Yep. Next time, hopefully the other two will be with us, and we will do battle as to uh. which should really reign. So send in your ideas, Joe. Yep. We've had a, we've had a couple recently. Okay, mm. but mm. let's start with the first Doctor. Well, I, I shall go with the first Doctor. Doctor. Yeah, I think my my favourite. I, I I don't think I've actually read this, but I've listened to it. I don't think I've actually watched this. So I say, but I've listened to it and I've read it. Mm-hmm. So I've enjoyed it from that. Terror sticks. Yeah, Toy Maker Queen. Toymaker, okay. The Celestial mm. Toymaker. I've seen an episode of that. Yes. It's on uh, Lost Tales, isn't it? Yes, yes. So Billy there's, Bunter. There's not a, not a, not a lot of <laughs> it left, but yeah. I, as mm. I said, I've, listen, I've heard the track and I've actually read the Target book. And from those versions, I've enjoyed them a lot. Oh, okay. Right, so I have two vying for the... Um, two, okay, mm, okay. Yes. Well, is, is he allowed yeah, I don't know if we're allowed, though. Yeah. Uh, go on. Well, okay. brief mention of both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well, basically the, the episode that kicks the whole thing rolling. An unearthly child. Mm, yeah. Okay, 
that's yeah, yep, that's a good choice and obvious choice maybe, but yeah. uh, hard or to... my other choice would be the Dalek Invasion of Earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, uh, another good. I've choice. never seen the TV version. I have, mm-hmm. I have seen the TV version. The film's very good. I like the yeah. film. Mm. Yes, I mean, it depends whether you've got the original. <laughs> yeah, uh, that music at the BFI, isn't it? <laughs> so, it depends whether you watch the '60s version or the um, re-enhanced version. Mm. Mm. The yes, with the CGI. Oh, with the, yes. with the CGI. Yes, yeah. mm, yes. Yeah, which is quite impressive, actually. Yeah. I mean, it does blend in very well. Okay. The wobbly bit and the wobbly string and the smooth flying. Let's mm, say so, yeah, the uh, wobbly yeah. thing. It mm. was rather re- reminiscent of Michael Benteen's potty <laughs> But you have this smooth flying mm, yes. saucers, mm. the same style as the Daleks they were mm. then, but a la um, new adve- uh, mm. the new series, yes. 2005 series. Yeah, well, those are somewhat based on the Century 21. They were based on the old, the old comic strip, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, it's mm. good. Okay, my, my, uh... Yep, yep. What do you got? My heart will be uh, his final one, the Tenth Planet. Yeah, another mm. again, another good, good one, one, another iconic. Yeah, mm. yeah. It obviously, thanks to that, yeah. we still have Doctor Now. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Although, of course, it wouldn't exist if it weren't for Unhealthy Child. But uh, yeah, also Sidemen. I'm a big fan of Sidemen. Yeah, so, anyway, we we know, <laughs> we do know. Trout on then. Okay, mm. again, it's not one I consciously remember seeing, but I've the book and the audio track, mm-hmm. uh, Web of Fear. Oh, again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's taken the the normal underground t- and flipped it and put it to the abnormal. Yeah, <laughs> abnormal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So there's a lot of influence today on things like Neverwhere. And, yes, uh, yeah. That's I think that's one of the reasons why I've. Uh, yeah. which we will be discussing it. later. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <clears throat> right. My choice is rather sort of, oh, I would say, unorthodox. Uh, the Faceless Ones. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Well, I have got a couple of episodes of it on disc. Yeah. And, um, okay, we've got your dialects and all that kind of thing. Sort of, but this one introduces us to a creature, I mean, a humanoid creature that well, literally hasn't got a face. Yeah. I yeah. mean, how does it communicate? How does it respire? How does it live, basically? Mm. And it was meant to be uh, set just down the road. Mm. Yeah. Really? Just down the road. Gatwick. Gatwick. Oh, yeah. Gatwick. 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 Oh, yeah. Gatwick. yeah. Yeah, mm. I don't think they filmed there, but I, mm, that's no. what it's meant to be. <laughs> I'm sure not. Mm. My uh, my uh, black and white two is pretty woeful. My knowledge of black and white two, but I'm going to go again for a bit of a fan favourite. Lost for a long time, came back. The Tomb of the Sidemen. <laughs> <laughs> At the time when it came back, people thought this isn't quite the classic we thought it would be. But yeah. actually, I think over time, people think, have come back thinking actually it is. Well, it's it's one of the ones they cho- chose for the BMF. BMI, wasn't it? If I was at the second Doctor one, that yeah. was the second Doctor, Tomb of the Sidemen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is a good, good one. There, there is, as I said, there are aspects of that that I've enjoyed, especially the portrayal of the Doctor there. Yeah, it's it's yeah. He, he knows exactly what's going on, knows yeah. what's going, on, and helps out without telling people that he's helping out, just to sort of wave the bugly at them and then put it back in the box. Yeah, mm. wave the bugly at yeah, the Sidemen, the monster. Mm. Yes, that's yes. the idea I get from mm. that. Anyway, okay. The, the Pertwee himself, the, then. The yes. Pertwee, the head. Mm. Terror of the Autons. Okay. It's, mm. a, it's a start. The second one. Then. Yeah, it's the start of the golden years, i.e. the unit family. Mm. It's, the, it's the one where everything gets in place. Do you mean spared from space? No. No, Terror, terror of the Autons. You've got... It's the first one with Joe in. Oh, I see. the okay. first one with the Master in. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first one with the Yates in. 
for the first time. Okay. Uh, you've, got, you've certainly got Sergeant Benton and the Brigadier, so everything has gelled okay, yeah, oh, so at this the, point. Mm-hmm. The second of the uh, yeah. the two autumn ones. Right? Second. So you, you had things slipping into place the season before. Mm-hmm. Pertwee's first season. This is the second season where everything is in place and yeah. it's starting to okay. gel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favourite Pertwee is Claws of Axos. Mm. Mm. So it's an interesting choice, that one, huh? Yeah, because um, it broaches upon the subject of um, organic technology. Mm. Yeah. 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 Golden golf balls or ping pong balls cut in half, yeah. Yeah, as I say, sort of, I mean, that's the main reason why I, select, yeah, why I chose it, because apart from um, Terror of the Zygons... I mean, that is the mm. only other episode where organic technology has been addressed. Oh my slack suckers, Sladen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you could be right. Can't make you think of any others. There must be some others, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, for me, Death to the Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not a not perhaps one of the greatest <laughs> ones but I really enjoyed it I had it on VHS one yeah, of my first VHS many years ago or made me on Beatmax actually back then I can't remember but uh, well, I have good memories of that one personally I thought this one would have been a difficult choice for you I mean, no Cybermen no Cybermen at all no, <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> okay the Tom Tombo I think for me I've just ironically I've just watched this recently yeah. is Pyramids of Mars uh, yeah, yeah so I've you know, recently watched that as well yeah, yeah. Um, you got both uh, Tom, uh, Fourth Doctor, and yep. Sarah at the height of their powers. Yeah, you know, because they're, they're, they're. I thought you were going to say the height of their passion. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> maybe they, that too. They, they, they both become comfortable with working yes. each other. Mm-hmm. They can mm-hmm. virtually yeah. read each other without being told what the other one's going to do. Yep. There's a couple of marvelous ad libs in it. Mm-hmm. There's some, and there's some beautiful, rich uh, Robert Holmes dialogue. Yeah. Uh, such a. Have you ever decoded a trilock, trionic lock without the key? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> so what's it like? Well, you're, uh, it's like um, trying to repair a watch with a hammer and chisel. One oh, force yeah. move, you never tell the time again. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. dialogue like that. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's everything in it is just perfect. Oh, definitely one of his best ones. Yeah, my Tomber episode will be City of Death. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I, you know, I've not seen this since transmission. I, One of my earliest mm. memories of Dog Two is this, and I've never quite the dared to go back <laughs> to uh, yeah. Never go, dared go back to see it. <laughs> I've actually got two copies on DVD too. Yeah. Accidentally, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a copy on DVD, but again, I don't think I've seen it since transmission. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have to sit down and watch it. I yeah, really we'll have to it sometime. Yeah, mm. got to. Re- I'll do a commentary on it sometime. It's only four episodes, so I think yeah, we'll just about doing mm. hundred minutes. Yeah, I mean, primary for, you know, location, location, location. Yeah, yeah, being shot in Paris, you know, majority of the time. Yeah, yeah I think it was mm. one of the first. Abroad, abroad, abroad mm, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. So I'd say you know, that first. one, yes, yeah. Not counting <laughs> Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Did they go to Wales at that point, Polly? Uh, I think they've they've been to Wales. Got to think, Web of um, Abominable Snowmen was filmed halfway up Snowdonia. Yes. So, <laughs> okay, for me again, another one which I had quite early on on uh, on videotape uh, is Robots of Death. Oh yes, mm, yeah, that, yes. that would have been another choice. Yeah, yeah, robots again. Yeah, and I've always been a bit of a fan of the old uh, detective who done it mm, sort of thing as yeah. well. And it's got that going yeah. for it, and, again, and the Vox are just great. And I love dressing up as one. <laughs> yes, you, I remember you did. You <laughs> petrified people. Right? Yeah. That shopper, that poor woman. Yeah, standing really still. They don't know if you're a yeah. statue or not. And then you <laughs> yeah. run after them down the high street. <laughs> you, did, you did. And again, it's something you haven't 
haven't pointed out, but again, it's great dialogue. It is, yeah. 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 And the guy a... who created uh, Stark Ops. Yeah. Right I up. heard a cry. That was me. Yeah. I heard a cry. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> Real shame they never brought back the Vox. Yeah. yeah. We've had them in books. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, we've had them in audio spin-offs. plays. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then uh, Davison, I suppose. Visitation. Visitation. I'm really? sorry, it's visitation. It's some good monster work with the Terraleptils. They looked good. They were they were looked fairly sophisticated from the time. The, yeah. the animation. Mm. The arm's um, a bit unfortunate, but the actual yeah, yeah the, the head. And the, yeah. It got quite grizzly when they finally set him alight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he started, yeah, he started bubbling nicely. Yeah, which I don't yeah. think and screaming, which I don't mm. think they'll show now. Probably not. <laughs> uh, again, some sparkling dialogue. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Richard Mace character. Yeah. It's just a crying <laughs> shame he never came a companion. It's one of those almost peep, almost companions but never made it. They could have swapped Adric for him. Oh, gladly. <laughs> gladly. <laughs> had Adric swap for him. But again, every, every, everything clicked. Everything seems to work on it. Yeah. For, for, certainly for me. It's, it's it's a very slick... Even, again, it's one of the ones I've just seen recently. Yeah, we and, reviewed it recently, didn't we? Yeah, and, and even now the production values are very high and they have stood the test of time. It's uh, historical. Yeah, it's a costume well, drama pseudo, sort of pseudo historical. Mm, yeah. Yep. So yeah. So BBC, as we said at the time, was doing very well. I'm mm. sorry, but yeah, everything about it, I just like. Mine is Earthshock, Death of Adric. Not <laughs> <enough> said. <laughs> <laughs> poor Adric. Poor, what do you have to do to you? Adric. Yeah. <laughs> or J and T, that matter. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> They're only rumours. <laughs> Uh, mine is also Earthshock, actually. What a surprise! <laughs> Not because of Adric being killed. No, no. Cybermen. Cybermen. Yeah. Cybermen, and yeah. uh, I love the way they reintroduced them. Yeah, oh they, God, they were yeah. back to being a decent threat. And again, mm-hmm. it, there was not a hint of them beforehand. No, I you know, I, again, I remember this from transmission. Yeah, I, 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 I remember this from transmission. I remember sitting there for at least five minutes afterwards, going Cybermen. Yeah. Point at the screen. Cybermen. And they looked really good <laughs> oh, at the time. Oh, God, yeah. Mm. They look a bit 80s now. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but at the but time, they, they were... They looked really good. Yeah, they were, again, it, they were back on form. Makes the Cybermen from Revenge look yeah. absolutely rubbish by comparison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was oh, only yeah. a few years before that. Mm. Okay. Okay, what are we up to? Oh, Colin. Colin. Number six. Mm. Now, the Colin Baker. The Colin Baker may mashed mash potato and ketchup be upon him. Um, I think it's got to be Attack of the Cybermen. Really? Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, mm. I know that has been panned by various critics, and it's not perfect, I will admit, but mm-hmm. the, there are certainly a few moments in there yeah. that, that just carry it along, and it's nice... To, it maybe went a little bit too far, but it was nice to see mining its own history for people yeah. who knew. Yeah, exactly, yes. Mine would have to be the two Doctors. Yep. Two Doctors, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm, pretty much the uh, same reason as uh, City of Death. Seville. Mm, Seville, yes. Yeah. We don't really see Sontorans in Seville. <laughs> Not often. No. Yeah, I really enjoy that one too. It's mm. a bit grim. Yeah. Yeah. The way they dispatch Oscar and things like that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's, that's something that I think that, to my mind, may have gone a bit too far. Yeah, because I do remember uh, an interview with uh, J and T when he took over. When he took, yeah, and there were certain things. We'll never show blood. We'll never show anyone being attacked by a knife. We'll never show anyone yeah. being shot with a gun. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, that mm. all seemed to go out the window with Colin's season. Yeah, mm. yeah. The Centaurans got to uh, look pretty brutally uh, wounded as well. Mm, yeah. And yeah. The way Shocko got uh, taken out was yeah, <clears throat> it was all a bit of violence. But but actually, despite all that, yeah, it's it's a really good one. Yeah, 
But for me, yeah, mine also has to be Attack on Titan. I, I know, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. You, you've mentioned it as your guilty pleasure. Before. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy that stuff with Lytton. I think he was a great character, mm, oh, Partic- yeah. particularly yeah. in that context. Yeah, all the time travel stuff with the Cybermen having their own ship, mm. all stuff on Telos as well. Interest to go back there and see what happens to the people who don't quite make it as Cybermen. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of nice so ideas did, in there. It did open. It's not a nice idea. It's, it's, it did open a side, another side to him because previous to that, everyone was converted. End of story. Yeah. You know, and so what happens to the rejects? Mm. Yeah. You assume they just died, but no, yeah. no, some survive and put into labour camps or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, McCoy. Yeah, number seven. For me, I'm sorry, again, it's one I've just recently, quite a few of these are ones I've recently watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remembrance of mm. the Daleks. <laughs> okay. It's the beginning of that season. Admittedly, this is Ace's second season, but they've yes. already, or second episode. Yeah, second story, yeah. Second story. But they've immediately gelled, the two characters. They are mm. working and building off each other beautifully. Yeah. They're, it's the first opening up for the Dark Doctor. Yeah. It's the first time that they've actually done this, as in the Doctor is behind the st- scenes, pulling all the strings, mm. knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. It's the first time they've done it, so therefore it is the best. Mm. I mean, they did it again with Silver Nemesis and to a certain extent Fenric. in, uh, Fen- Fenric's quite good. Fenric's, Fenric is, Fenric good. is very good. But also, uh, Psychic Circus. There yeah. was still the, the idea that the Doctor is, this is the first time they've done it and it works beautifully. Plus, they begin to open out the companion role slightly. There is yeah. a, a hint of a love interest there. They, they can only play it so far because no hanky pank in the TARDIS, none of this. Hmm. Well, but, it's fairly common for mm. companions to get written out because they've fallen in love with somebody. Yeah, but she didn't get written out in this. That's no. the whole point. So no. there's a, an int- it's a slight love interest, which I first time again for a companion. It was sort yeah. of trying to open it up slightly. Yeah, Ace, Dorothy, whatever you want to call yeah. her, mm. growing up, yes. Yeah, so I'm sorry, but this is it. It's my, it's my favourite. Mm. Plus, I think... Really, I should have started and ended with this Rambo Dalek. Enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said. Yeah, it's amazing how that was so loved even back then. Yeah. Yet yeah. We, we hate <laughs> the messing with the Daleks. Yeah. This Dalek looked quite radically different. But yeah, amazingly like different, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, McCoy. Remembrance, yes. Oh, yeah. To coin a phrase, it was a kick-ass episode. Mm. Yeah. Well, to reiterate what uh, yeah, Keith was saying, it's where the Doctor and Ace, I mean, they, they really gel together. I mean, they, you know, they they do start bouncing off of each other. They're clearly great friends. In yeah. Oh, very much so, yeah. Very fast friends. Aren't they? As I said, they bonded very quickly. And something that you didn't actually need to see, but you also had the f- funeral scene right in mm. the end. Yeah, it was unusual wasn't for Doctor necessary, Who. unusual for Doctor Who, but it's a nice coda. Yeah, usually he just gets out of there, but that yeah. time it's been different. Yeah, yeah, mm. and it's one of those it's one of those episodes where you sort of you actually see the Doctor referring to things he's done in the past, mm. where he goes to the graveyard to dig up the uh, hand of Omega. Yes, but yeah. if I must say, Doctor, your voice seems to have changed mm. several yes. times. Several <laughs> <Yeah>. times, yes. <laughs> again, and it's back to Totter's Lane again. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Looking radically different. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> so, in effect, he was paying homage to her previous episodes and yeah. previous incarnations of himself. Yeah. And mine is a hat trick, Remembrance of the Night. Yeah. Mm, blimey. Mm. What, what have you got to say after we've covered it? <laughs> Not much, really. Um, <laughs> back to the, the Sophie and Sylvester thing. It is amazing. This is only their second yeah. story mm. together. Yeah. Yet you compare Mel, they, they had, was it, three, four stories in yeah. total together. Yeah, they never quite seemed to have the same sort of relationship mm. that 
no. Sophie and Sylvester had so quickly. Yeah, it's still there. You watch them at uh, panels. Yeah, and, it is still and it's not there. not as if so uh, Sylvester and uh, Bonnie hated each other. No, no, but, no, no, no. I'm not trying to imply that. But. No, and they're happy to work together and everything like that. But there's, there's something special. Yeah, about, you, maybe it's because she was cast for Sylvester's Doctor. Yeah, mm. yeah. Whereas obviously With, Bonnie came so, so, along. Yeah, no disrespect to Bonnie Langford, but for, between the, those two, it's it's a job. Mm. Whereas this one, it's friendship. It's a, mm. it's more. Mm. And all that stuff, the the two factions of Daleks, which yeah. is an ongoing story arc. Mm, yeah. But here, I felt it was quite effective. Yeah. You can see Davros, as it turned out, getting the upper hand. Yeah. And, and I think also something else that's just occurred to me is the deliberate left-footing the audience with the battle computer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, that's Davros. Yes, that's Clearly definitely Davros. Davros. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the little girl. Oh, my God. Yeah, very cleverly written. Yeah. <laughs> and it feels... Somewhat of its time, 60s as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a vibe there, yeah. Yeah. So that's it, okay. McGann, do we... McGann. Do we... Well, I think I, I've <laughs> looked at the wide range of McGann possibilities there. <laughs> yeah. I, that, this one is a difficult choice yeah. for me, yeah. but... Uh, um, mm, TV movie? Well, actually, <laughs> actually, if... I have I've taken a bit of a liberty because there's only the TV movie mm, there. Yeah. I've actually included uh, the big finish place. Ah, I okay, sort of yeah, sidestepped. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and um, it's a toss up, really. I think yeah. if you're going for one, I will okay. go for the other. Okay. I've got the movie mm-hmm. because we have to have a TV episode. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole point of it. But Chimes of Midnight. Mm-hmm. Or Maximum Thrust. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, maximum th- I think I'll go for Maximum Thrust. Okay, okay. Yep, yep. Chimes of Midnight is very, very good. That's why I think it's going to, if we're going to go for Big Finish, it's going to be chosen. Yes. But Maximum Thrust is a very good comedy episode. Yeah. Top Gear. Taking mm-hmm. the, the idea of Top Gear and putting it with espionage, spying, and deep space rockets. Mm-hmm. So you've got you've got all the characters there, the um, Clarkson character, the mm-hmm. Hammond character, and Captain Slow. But they're, they're, <laughs> and they're done by, uh, I'm not sure... Graham Gardner. Graham Gardner. Does, uh, the, uh, he was Jeremy, the Clarkson, Jeremy Clarkson character. Yeah. And I don't know who was the Hammond one. I think it was a radio presenter, isn't he? He's meant to be somebody famous, but I never heard of him. Yeah. He's, either, he's either from the radio or he's a pop yeah. star or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't know. And I think... I think the uh, Captain Slow was appeared in the Jennifer Saunders Priest thing. Oh, um, do you, he was Hugo. Yeah, another guy you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. We're all going arm and eye here now. <laughs> but anyway, it's it's a nice sort of comedy gel that yes, it is dangerous. Yes, it is risk there, but also it's a nice gelling between uh, the Paul McGann and Sheridan Smith. Yeah. Which, would, again, if that would have been televised, I personally think that pairing would have been up with um, uh, Sophie and Sylvester. Mm. They're, they're very good. Com- they're very good. They, they bounce off each other. Doctor and Lucy Miller. Mm. They complement yeah. each other wonderfully. Yeah, true. Anyway. Well, probably. Um, well, there's only the film that I can mention. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, sort of much more sort of big budget re- uh, rendering. Mm. It had some very nice choices. Unfortunately for me, the McGann movie is wonderful, it's spectacular scenes. Mm. But the whole thing, when you put it together, mm-hmm. just 
lacks slightly. It does. It, it feels a bit like somebody who's heard of Doctor yeah. Who mm-hmm. and has written a story based on what they've heard uh, rather yeah. than mm-hmm. actually yeah. feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, Which is odd because the people behind it really are true Doctor yeah, Who fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can't help but wonder if there's interference from the suits or something. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Fox. Fox. I mean, it was Fox. If I remember right. It was Fox. Yeah. There were various mm. nice little touches to it. Like I like the fact that when the TARDIS first materialises, it's mm. in front of a wall painting of Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Yes. It's it's little, London. Yeah. little things like that. But it's Hollywood rendition of it. It is, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. And that's always a danger. Always rumours of a new Hollywood film. But anyway, uh, yeah, for me, as you say, it, ignoring the T V movie, yeah. big finish, you're right, it mine will be the uh, the Chimes of Midnight. Chimes of Midnight. As I said, I was sorely tempted. It's a damn good one. It is really good. My only issue with it is maybe it feels like an episode too long. It Could should be. maybe have been the three be. episodes rather yeah. than four episodes. But the atmosphere in it is incredible. It's the, really well done. The thing is, it's Rob Sherman. It uh, is Rob I Sherman. I don't yeah. usually like Rob Sherman. Oh, really? I do. But this plays to his strengths. Yeah. He's, he's a slightly he's, twisted individual. Well, it's, it's, it's <laughs> not that. It's the fact that, to, to my mind, a lot of his characters act out of character to service the plot. Okay. And in this, it doesn't disturb what's going on because that's part of the story. Mm. They are very much ciphers for what is going on rather than Mm -hmm. uh, three-dimensional characters. And it's Eighth Doctor meets Sapphire and Steel. Yeah, Basically. very definitely, very definitely. We don't get enough spooky yeah. Doctor Who on Big Finish. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a very TV. gothic story, isn't yeah. it, to an extent, yeah. And so if you ever fancy listening to a Big Finish, mm-hmm. that is one I would sorely recommend. That's a very good one. Uh, there are other good ones, also. Oh, the, oh yeah, definitely. Spare Parts, yeah. Uh, Holy Terror, and yeah. another Rob Sherman. Okay, then we're on to you who, aren't we? Yeah. Hmm? Eccleston. Right, I think, really, it's, for me, the pinnacle of the Eccleston week <laughs> yeah <laughs> couple of months the Eccleston season it, it's going to be the two-parter Empty Child and the Doctor's Dances yep. again everything works there the dialogue is, is sparkling along mm. um, the what is it the, the best thing is the resurrection of the cliffhanger uh, part two and so I'm glad mm. I'm glad that works. Those would be rubbish last words. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Well, unless a writer that uh, resolution would be rubbish. Yeah, but somehow yeah. he pulls it, it off. It works, and also <laughs> the introduction of the banana. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> on, on the yeah. going joke of the Moffat returned that joke with uh, let's go Hitler, didn't he? Yeah. Let's call Hitler, uh, the, virtually the same joke, and also banana daiquiris at uh, yeah. laying the joke firsthand. So the weapons factory blew up, there's now a banana grove there. Yeah. And then when he pulls the banana out of his pocket, yeah. thinking it's the gun, it, it, it works. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. Everything with that just sparkles along. Uh, Rose, couldn't I have some more Spock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, for me, it just works. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, mine would have to be Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah mm-hmm. that's a good one. That's a good Another one. very good one, yeah. I can't deny that. Well, it turns up the uh, poignancy to uh, 11. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't actually deal with the death of a companion. Sort of the more sort of, it's a very companion-centred episode. Yeah. Mm. Well, Extra it actually disappears for mm. good... Well, yeah, that's 10, it. Yeah. it delves into Rose's you know, sort of her history. Mm. Yeah, to sort of see the events that sort of shaped her, sort of made her who she is. Definitely. Yeah. 
His first time in Doctor Who, we've really had family. Yeah. You know. Rose came with a family, with mm-hmm. a mother and with Mickey. Well, as I said, it's very much uh, Eccleston's first season to quite a few times. And this is not necessarily a complaint. Well, only season. Well, this is, this is not, necessarily <laughs> so compl- not necessarily a complaint, but uh, the Doctor is almost a secondary character in his own season uh, yeah. series. Like back at the beginning. Yeah. With Hartnell. Mm-hmm. It was Rose's season, really. Yeah. Okay, well for me, it is again Empty Child, Doctor yep. Darcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is just so perfect. It's, mm. I was really impressed with Gates's first one, uh, oh. Unquiet Dead. Yeah, to that, me that, that was, was a real pinnacle. I thought this got to be the best season. Yeah, then we got uh, this two parter. Yeah, it's it's, it's a uh, quiet Unquiet Dead, and this one is if I ever want people to understand what who is. Yeah, I'll sit them down and, and play those. And I love the fact he played with the tropes at the end. Everybody lives. Yeah, oh yeah, really highlighting yeah. how really grim Doctor Who normally is can be <laughs> everybody yeah. dies there are several episodes where like everybody dies yeah. like uh, yeah. horror fang rock yeah. everybody dies well, literally yeah. everybody who turns up apart from the Doctor mm. who in die yeah um, <laughs> I know I it gets uh, slated but Peter Davidson's Sea Devil one yeah everyone yeah, yeah, dies yeah. at that mm. yeah, it's cheap. Yep. yeah it's um, <laughs> what the oh god what's his name uh, Rose he brings the Doctor's house, doing house calls with his only companion Death. Yeah, yeah. Know. Clive. That's it, Clive, yes. Yeah, yeah. The hair stood up and back in neck after seeing that, that scene in Rose yeah. the episode. And here we got the counterpoint to it almost. Which yeah. Is, uh, very good. Right. Tenant. Tenant. I've got a few. I've got a lot for Tenant because there are, as I've said before, there are some staggeringly awful ones, but there are some, <laughs> there are some sublime, beautiful ones. There are a few mediocre, certainly. I'm not sure what awful or <laughs> I've ummed an ard and it's it just come down to Blink. Okay. So it's not only is, in my opinion, not only Blink is an excellent Doctor Who episode, it's a defining piece of television. Yeah. You know, the, the way it's... I'd put this up with... Um, if I ever wanted to do this and say anyone excellent television, I'd, it would be this and Buffy the Vampire Slayer's episode. Hush, Hush. yeah. It's those yeah. two. That, it's just incredible. Yeah. And it is it's such a standalone episode. Yeah. But yet it somehow encompasses Doctor Who so perfectly. Yeah. And you know the Doctor's hardly yeah, in it. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> ten and, the Tenant's Doctor is hardly in it, but yeah. um, the bits that he is in, um, what is it, timey-wimey detector, he goes <laughs> bling, bing with like, this stuff, and don't point it at chickens. <laughs> don't point it at chickens. It, it will boil <laughs> a chicken okay. at, uh, or, or boil an egg at 50 yeah. paces, yep. even if it's inside a chicken. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, again, it's the dialogue as well. and uh, Moffat what, for you. What the, the, uh, again, it's the first one that really does mess with time. To a large extent. Yeah. Because... Something it, which is so obvious in hindsight. Yeah. Doing that. Yeah. But it's so perfectly done, isn't it? Or the videotape. Yeah. The, as I said, pointing out the videotape, the one-sided conversation is sublime. Yeah. Very, very clever. Mm, well, I would have to beg to differ. Um, no, 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 please go ahead. Mm-hmm. And say school reunion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that is a good one. Mm. That is a good one. I mean, it's a marriage between the old series, yeah. you know, the classic series and the new series. Yeah. yeah. It, that's the one that really <clears throat> truly brought them together, isn't it? Yeah, oh mm. god, yeah. This it says this is a continuation. They always said from the beginning that yeah. uh, he was the ninth doctor, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. clearly, but this really drives it home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. not a yeah. sequel, it's not, mm. it's, it's a continuation. Yeah, yeah saying, so, yeah, taking two major elements from the classic series, namely Sarah and K9, mm. and you know, sort good of, dog, mm, yeah, mm, shoot the tin doggy, yes. and <laughs> doing what you who does brilliantly, it gives it that human emotional side to it yeah 
you, you see the companion, how she's been left after it all. And oh, good grief, yeah. yeah see, old just, who just didn't really no, get that, that side. They dumped and yeah. off they ran. New companion, it, old companion. It knows yeah. the point home that the Doctor is a solitary con- you know, traveller. Yeah. Yeah. There are beautiful set uh, set scenes in it as well. I what always sticks in my mind is the swimming pool scene with mm. Mr. Finch. Mm. The, the verbal jousting. You just get yes. one chance. I used to be so merciful. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and again, uh, Anthony had the almost bird-like movements there. Yeah. You know, the... Mm. Mr. Finch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sally Sparrow. <laughs> 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 oh, no, stuff going on there. For me, it, it also has to be Blink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's just superb. Superb piece. Again, I'm looking at my new Who ones. All three of them are Moffat. Ah, not uh, intentionally, but uh, yeah, yeah. He, when he's on form, yeah. Oh God, yeah. There's when, no other mm, writer that cooks, can touch him. When he cooks, he cooks. In, in I mean, I've I've tried to do all these from memory. I haven't mm. looked at synopsis or anything. It's just things that have stood out to me. Yeah, and the last two ones just have, and they've both been Moffitts. Yeah, Blink it is something special, mm. and yeah. of course, it, it won lots of awards, justifiably. And after Love Monsters, oh, love mm-hmm. a lot of people were a little jaded on the whole idea of the yeah. Doctor Light episode. Yeah, yeah. I quite liked Love Monsters, but anyway, but, uh, this really cemented the idea oh, it can God. be done and can yeah. be done mm-hmm. well, in many ways better than a lot of yeah. uh, normal Doctor Heavy episodes. So. Yeah. On and to uh, our current final Doctor. Yeah. Well, the That's ones me. that we've seen so far, again, yeah. there has been yeah. some wonderful ones in there. Um, yep. Uh, the Girl Who Waited, God yeah. Complex, Asylum yeah. of the Daleks, Snowmen. Yeah. It's got yeah. to fairly recently. But this for me... Count. But for me, I think it has to be the Doctor's wife. Okay, Neil Gaiman's turns the whole premise sort of up on his head. Yeah, I I, I was seeing saw a Time Lord, so I stole him. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just wonderful. And again, it is for me. This is what cemented uh, Smith, Matt Smith, as the Doctor. Ah, uh-huh. okay. It's uh, a lot of things like, uh, "What do I call you? You call me sexy," and it's the look on his face there. <laughs> alone <laughs> yeah. and uh, I think the, the final moment when she um, returns to the TARDIS oh yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. again it's various points of the dialogue as well you know, fear me I've called thousands of time lords fear me I've killed them all yeah you know yeah. It's, it's just again yeah. for me it just sits and meshes perfectly yeah and it's for first it's the first time that Matt Smith for me, really, was the Doctor. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I would have to say Peter Griffin versus John Chicken. Oh, Vincent <laughs> and the Doctor. <laughs> got, yeah, again, mm-hmm. that is a is a very good Vincent one. Vincent and the Doctor, yeah. yes. Mm. It is a very good one, that one. I'll have to agree with you that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so two written by very big-name writers. Yeah, yeah. on Doctor Who, though, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And um, it's one of those episodes that it's not afraid to tackle a taboo subject, in this case, mental illness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very uh, well for, done. F- for me, it was the code at the end. If you have seen a giant, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a lot of that has got to go down to the acting too. Oh right? God, oh, yes, yeah, very I much. Mean, great the, writing, but without yeah, the acting, acting that would have fallen uh, flat. I can't remember them. Tony Curran. Tony Curran, who mm. played uh, Van Gogh. Yeah. That was the 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 level, the depth of his despair, yeah. Yeah. and then the final coda. The, the towering heights of his joy when he yeah, saw the, to yeah. present day the Professor is, Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And again, that was just a throwaway role they could have given to anyone, but Nye, just a small moment. But yeah. Where Bill Did Nye it just made a favour because he, he's a, yeah. a friend of the writer. Yeah, it's wonderful. Nice bow tie, by the way. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bow ties are cool. <laughs> and so it's the, this final shot of the uh, sunflowers mm, for, yes. Amy. for Amy. For Amy, yes. 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 Yeah, wonderful, mm. wonderful stuff. Uh, for me, uh, it has to be the, the episode which really sold me on Matt Smith. 
11th hour. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I just, it was a, a tough choice between this and Big Bang, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it's hard to separate them. They are bookends. Yeah, oh, very they much They are so. two parts of the same story. Very much Two ends so. of the same story, really. But 11th hour just pips it. Yeah. Because it just wonderful uh, <laughs> and i remember seeing that in a god how many five six hundred fans of us watching it at a launch event yeah and just it was wonderful um <laughs> and we laughed at the right times and mm-hmm. i went in not too spoiled fortunately yeah. mm-hmm. for the first time <laughs> yeah so i didn't know really about uh, amelia and then yeah. amy and so got to figure it out so went along proudly say i did figure it out what <laughs> <laughs> it said on screen and the actual storyline is fairly throwaway Mm. But deliberately so. But, it's, it's all about yeah. introducing the mm. 11th Doctor and Amy and Rory as well, of course. Uh, the whole Ledworth thing, yeah. You forgot Jeff. <laughs> Jeff is <the> laptop. <laughs> yeah, lots of good humour in there. Yeah. Wonderfully done. I think, for me, the best introduction for a Doctor. Mm-hmm. Christmas Invasion comes very close, but not quite there. Oh, well, that's our selection. That's mm. it for now. Yeah. Until yeah, so, next Doctor. So. <laughs> yes, indeed. I mean, if you have any suggestions for your favourite episodes, please send them you know, to us at show... At staggering stories dot net. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been well, actually, we've been listening to stuff. Mm, yes, we stuff. have indeed. Yes, stuff. In in praise of one of the characters, <laughs> we've been listening to an auditory vibration of digitation and ledger domain across the airways. We've been listening to Neverwhere. I don't know if anybody out there is familiar with Neverwhere. We've we mentioned pr- it before, so we, you well, so we yes. have praised. Well, some some of us have praised it in the past. Mm-hmm. Neverwhere is the first type of urban fantasy by Neil Gaiman. It's basically the story of London Below, a magical area where sections of time have fallen through the cracks and have nestled down in the underground (laughs) and in the sewer system, where you can meet Roman legions, angels, and rather vicious killers. Mm. Mm. Basically, the the people you see but never look at. Yeah. Yeah. The original idea was pitched by Lenny Henry, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, apparently so, mm. yeah. He wanted a story about the tribes of the homeless in mm, London. That's yeah, it, yeah. yeah, sort of uh, expanded from that. Yeah, with yeah. a more fantastical uh, element to it. Yeah. yeah. First it was a TV series. Initially mm. it was a very, I won't say poorly produced, but... I think the, Neil Gaiman would. <laughs> yeah, uh, Neil Gaiman would. But the, the budget far outstripped what BBC could uh, do at the time. It was about 96 and had a... 96, that's right. Yeah, a a BBC budget for what should have really been a major film production. Yes, yeah. We've spoken about some of the issues with it before. The Mm. way it was lit wrong, the way it finally turned out. As I said, what what attracted me me to the original idea was the story, the idea of what it could have been rather Mm. than what it was. Yeah, the ideas are all there. And actually, this first episode, from what I could tell, listen to it, is pretty... 
pretty much verbatim what we had on the TV. It does follow it very faithfully, yes. Not, you, you, it's the author's preferred text. Right, yeah, there are three you, versions of novel. Yeah, there's three uh. versions of novel. <laughs> this one has a couple of prologues to it. One, you've got Mr. Krupp Mr. and Vandemar watching yeah. a monastery burn somewhere in the 1600s. That's where it starts off, Which yeah. wasn't yeah. on the TV series. No. no Plus, no. you've got uh, Richard Mayhew's farewell pub crawl mm-hmm. up in Scotland. Yeah. Yes, yes. Which, again, wasn't on the... Uh, Those minor bits side of it. It's, it's yeah, a, lar- a large amount of it, because, yeah. because it's, you've got to admit, when it was, it was first written, it was written for TV, so that yeah. is the first script. Mm, yeah. mm. So a lot of what you saw heard on the TV is going to appear. Yeah. But I think he's managed to relocate the floating market back to Harrods. Mm. He has. Yes. yes he did. <laughs> yeah. Where was it? It was on a ship, wasn't it? It so was on the... A- uh, was it HMS Belfast? HMS Belfast. Right. The, yes, in yeah. the TV series, yeah. On the TV series. Yes. Oddly, I can get permission from Harrods to uh, <laughs> take no. over their food court. No, no. <laughs> but again, listening to it, we've got again. It's a stellar cast. It's, it's really incredible. Cast. Yeah. Incredible cast. There's uh, Johnny Vegas as uh, Lord Ratspeaker. Yeah, the Ratspeaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you've yeah. got Anthony and- Head as uh, Mr. Croup. Yes, we have uh, James McAvoy as Matthew Richard- mm. Ma- uh, Mayhew. Richard Mayhew. Yeah, Richard mm. Mayhew. Yes. X Men. Professor X. How is he from First Class? He's the, yeah, uh, yes. yeah, yeah. First, first Class. class yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Xavier or Xavier, wherever Z- they pronounce yeah, it. Yeah. Xavier. Mm. Xavier. Yeah. Right, yes. Uh, we've also got... Um Benedict Cumberbatch. Did, did he appear in the first episode? No, no I think he's going it. to. I think he's meant to be the Angel Islington. He is the Angel Islington. Uh, yeah, yeah, so he's, he's, not not, first, he's not in the first part. Mm-hmm. And we have Christopher Lee as well as Earl's Court. Ah, he also, did he appear? Mm. Not, not yet. No, not yet. So as I said, it is a, as a yeah, quite an impressive cast. Uh, Sophie. Yeah. Oh, she played uh, Sophie Ocanido. She yeah, was a Liz hunter. Ten. Liz she ten. played Liz Ten. She's playing Hunter. Yeah. And who's Dor? Natalie Dormer. Yes. Who's from Game of Thrones season two? Yeah. Watched her recently on yeah, Game of Thrones. So, yeah, I mean they've attracted. We got uh, David Harewood. Yeah, Marquis de Carabas. Yeah. Oh yes. And in there somewhere, I heard in the titles, we actually have Neil Gaiman. Yeah, I recognised yes. his voice a couple of times. Yeah. Mm. There's uh, a couple of different characters. Yeah. I think, in, yeah he's uh, sort of pottering around. But, yeah, yeah. What characters did he play? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> have a look. We'll be back. back <laughs> For me. All of the if I if I've got to be criti- critical slightly, all of the characters are spot on except for Marquis de Carabas, oh, really? and that okay. is no fault to the actor. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that Joseph oh. Joseph Patterson, Patterson la- Joseph, sorry Patterson <laughs> Joseph, Patterson la- Joseph last time around on the TV show was so spectacular. Mm. Oh, good grief! Yeah. I thought this cast sounded actually very similar to the TV cast. Yeah. Yeah. I must yeah. mention yeah. Wilf as um, Old Bailey. Yep, yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, Bernard, Bernard Gribbins as yes, Old Bailey. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Andrew Sachs. Tooley. Yes. Yep. But yeah, yep. no, I don't want to criticise it because it, it, it seems slightly churlish, but that's the only problem I've had. Okay, so, I didn't mind. I thought he did a good d- job of sounding a lot like. He does uh, a lot, yeah. He does. Joseph. Yeah. He I does, don't think he it deliberately sounded well, like him, but uh, just cast that way. Yeah, but as I said, they are, they are all spot on. They are all certainly taking their brief from the original TV series. They seem to be, mm. or yeah. or maybe they haven't watched the TV series, but they're being directed yeah, could in be. such a way. Mag's directing it, doesn't he? Yes, yeah, uh, Mr. Mr. Hitchhiker. Yes, yes, the Dirk <laughs> Mags. But I've loved Anthony Head as Mr. Croup. Oh yeah, he's yeah. been beautiful. I've, I've listened to it about mm. three times so far. I mean, oh, okay, I would have to say both Anthony Head and um, who is it, Hugh Bennett? Yeah, no, Hugh Bennett in terms of the TV series. Mm, that's yeah. right. But yeah. some some of the line again with Neil Gaiman, it's the dialogue. It's mm. some of the lines. I mean, he's so sharp he could just. 
cut himself. <laughs> yeah, he? yeah. I mean, they both played the character very well. Oh, yeah. Sort of the yeah. same sort of mixture of, you know, sort of malice and intellect. Right, yes, I, turned, uh, I remember right, the original brief as an interview with Neil Gaiman, I heard, remember, was Mr. Vandermar likes violence, Mr. Croup likes words. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. they're both nasty with it. Oh, good grief, yes. Yeah. So the first episode is something like an hour and a half, mm. two hours. Hour, it's 56 minutes, mm, I think. 56 yeah. minutes, yeah. Now, yeah. And we've just about arrived in I think it's the middle of what would have been the middle of the original TV series oh really the okay. second second episode of the TV series so I where have we got to we just got mm. to the we got to the floating market floating yeah. market we've just yeah. employed Hunter yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. that's the bodyguard yeah. killed off uh, mm. the other guy or whatever his name was yeah we yeah. just ha- killed uh, off Hardy yeah. Varney Varney that's Varney. it yeah. mm. the greatest mummillo mm-hmm. in the underside mm. but it's also the fact that it's on radio they can do wonderful things with the sound yeah, uh, on the really on the TV that. episode Crossing Knight's Bridge, they just walked in the darkness. You saw a few scattered images, and they mm. come out the other side. Yeah, in this time, you actually got the full on. I don't want to say visual because it's mm. radio, well, audio, yeah. but the full on visual effect of mm. the nightmares, the yeah. distorted voices, yeah, the, the high pitched giggling, and it. It is a nightmare, yeah. quite literally. Now, I must speak out in defence of the uh, TV series, though. You're right. You have mentioned the way yeah. it was shot and the way it was yeah. lit and all that sort of thing. In my personal opinion, that added to it because the whole thing was supposed to be a, well, almost sort of dreamlike or, for want of a better term, a nightmarish. Yeah. Mm. A bit stagey, I think, the mm. TV right. so in, in some parts. I mean, I must speak out in it's, it's, it's defence in that respect. Like, mm. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Yes, I agree with everything that Adam says, but I just love the, the TV series. It's, it is still very good, but... Mm, yeah. its flaws are obvious yeah. Yeah. oh yeah yeah. but it is. it's so good you can yeah. look past that's mm. what I mean you, you, I just love the story it's a bit like watching old Who yeah oh yeah yeah very <laughs> much so and certainly if you ever needed to figure out why we wanted Patterson Joseph as the, the next doctor the next yeah. doctor you just mm. look at the Marquis de Carabas yeah mm-hmm. he was wonderful in that and so it doesn't obviously being a radio sh- series they can't show them but it is mentioned a couple of times of, what am I doing with you? you you look like a reject from a pirate ship mm. yeah. You know. yeah yeah was it reject from a pirate ship and um he did mention old Bailey as well yeah mm. yeah dressed as a fat bird mm. yes yeah. yes mm. so yeah I mean it's still uh, I'm still looking forward to so much in it like the the meeting with the Earl and, mm. and the meeting with the Angel Islington and the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Presumably, there are five half-hour episodes left. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's rather odd. They've put the first mm. episode, hour-long episode, mm-hmm. basically, on Radio 4, yeah. which is available mm-hmm. on normal FM. And then the, the next five, final five episodes, are half-hour long mm-hmm. and available only on digital on Radio 4 Extra. Mm. <laughs> well, that's unusual, that is. Well, mm. I, I would say it's Neil Gaiman and the BBC. He can't have him, let him have his cake and eat mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know if they're going to stripe that across a week. I'm not quite yeah. sure what they're doing with the next five. Sounds like they should do. Should do mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming it will eventually be up for sale. So oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you ever mm. see it out there, please get it. You'll be doing your ears a favour. And mm. BBC Radio is available worldwide on the yeah. iPlayer. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not region restricted. That's it. So there, mm. it's there. Go listen. Go and yeah. listen to it. Ears will be your doing... ears will love you. Yeah. Yes. At least episode one is out mm-hmm. by the time yeah. you hear this. But yeah. I miss it published again. I've listened to it three times. It's just the the quality of the dialogue, the quality of the spoken words, and the way in which they're spoken. 
They've gone all out, so the yeah, cast mm-hmm. are fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah they've done mm-hmm. a really good job with all the soundscape of it. Yeah. You think they've either gone back and watched the ep- episode or at least researched something into it, because it is just fan- I, I can't go on how, how good I think it is. Clearly, Dirk Mags is a big fan. Mm. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he worked hand-in-hand well, with, with said, uh, Neil Gaiman. To, they said they've, they've got Neil Gaiman in the show, yeah, so he's exactly. got to have well, been... Well, that's it. So he he's didn't actually do the it, rewrite. Yeah. No, no well, he has said that he's written the TV... TV series. He's written a book, and Three he's times. written he's written uh, various uh, film treatments yeah, for it. Screenplays, he, yeah. he, he's had enough. He doesn't want to write Neverwhere again. He yeah. wouldn't mind writing the characters again, yeah. but not that story. That story right? yeah. <laughs> he's done it enough times. Yeah. yeah, you do get into the, the issue that Douglas Adams got into. Keep rewriting the same story. keeps mutating mm, and you, yeah. you yeah. start to lose it a bit. Yeah. Like the film, most of that was Douglas Adams, but it didn't quite feel hitch no, agree. that's it. He'd been at it too much. But anyway, yeah, it's well worth a listen. Go for it. Listen to it. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, dear listeners, you've been sending us things. Thank you, yeah. Oh, thank you. Mm. Thank you. Pair of knickers here. It's like this sword. Yes, namely, well, yes, messages, feedback. Feedback. Yes. Thank feedback. You. Thank you. Well, let's get, get the ball rolling. Okay. Here's one here from Gareth. Hello, Gareth. Gareth. Hello, everybody. So, with the release of the soundtrack for Case of Androzani on its way, which classic Doctor Who soundtracks would you all like to hear? Ooh. Hmm. Classic Who. Mm. A lot of it's deadly dudley, and it's yeah. not that great mm. to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Good and play in its, uh, its location on the programme, but listened to separately. Is a bit yeah. Different. Um, My complaint with uh, incidental music, as it's lifted, mm. is it's there meant to in- enhance the visuals, and you only got one side of the experience. It needs to be remixed into a symphony or something. But, yeah. okay, if we're going to go that way probably sticking my head out and maybe saying remembrance again okay isn't that out to the same mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Yeah. for myself I'd love to have the soundtracks for Logopolis Castrovelva and basically anything anything written by Paddy Kingsland okay yeah, yeah. Yeah, you and Galishon yeah <laughs> However, please don't make me listen to the music for Revenge of the Cybermen or the Silurians, as I haven't got enough cheese to stick in my ears to drown out that warbling noise. We get you the sea devils. Yeah, sea devils. <laughs> all the wrong notes in all the wrong order. Sea devils. <laughs> so thanks all and to the head of you know who, Gareth. <gasps> Does it in- oh. the Pertwee poll include saying hello? You know, not really. No, oh, okay. no. Okay. Let's say hello. Hello. Hello, head, head of Pertwee. Pertwee. Still festooned with his. Yeah. Yes, he's ribbons. got lots and lots of He's got more ribbons than any of us at Gallifrey. Mm-hmm. Right the way down to the floor. Hello, oh, skeletal Matt Smith. Hello, skeletal Matt Smith. And Graham. Graham. Yeah, Graham. Nazi Spock. Dangerous Churchill. Naked Tom Baker. <laughs> What's that weevil doing to Amy? Who knows? <laughs> Weevils wobble. I'm not saying what they wobble. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fall down. Oh, no. Moving rapidly on. <laughs> I've got a quickie. Have you? <laughs> From Adrian. Hello. Oh, no, it's not Adrian, it's Andre. I'll get your name right in a minute. Hello, Andre. Hello, Andre. Hello, Andre. As a member in the US Navy, mm-hmm. key pronounced or spelt Q U A Y was pronounced 
Key, as in Key-E-Y, <laughs> along the waterfront, David Campbell of Kansas City can take his pronunci- pronunciation Ooh. and stick it in the expletive deleted. <laughs> this irked me so much that I was listening to this in bed in the early on the morning, 5am, and got up to write this email. <laughs> Good reason to get up. Yeah. Oh, and here's the website about pronunciations. I hope you'll stick that... I will. Okay. Love to all the Staggering Stories team, those who are here, but certain listeners, i.e., the aforementioned David, <laughs> he hasn't put Andre. Thank you. Are we causing a civil war here? Yeah, I think we have <laughs> yes. inadvertently started something. But Andre's saying that he pronounced it key. Yes. Isn't that what David said? I don't know. I'm not going to get into this. I'm I am confused. not getting into this. I don't this. know. Yeah. Let's maybe Just walk uh, away from this conversation. Put a line under this. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. say well, tomato, we say tomato. Uh, yeah. yeah. Bath and bath. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have one here from Reese. Hello, Reese. A dear team and the recently <clears throat> inspected head of Pertwee. <laughs> Just a few things to add for my audio feedback. Oh. Which we'll hear a bit later. Okay. Uh, it's a little bit timey-wimey. It is. I bleeped the name of the returning villains just in case there are some people who hadn't heard. Ah. Uh, I think we can guess who they are. Yep. But if they haven't, they probably don't use the internet. I know, but just in case, I'd hate Clangers. to be the one to spoil it. The clangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're back in the master. Uh, <laughs> I also forgot to mention that, despite the fact I've recommended it before, I can thoroughly recommend Arrow. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Not because we finally get to see Alex Kingston <laughs> and John Barrowman. Barrowman! <laughs> Galashunga! <laughs> and Hartka! And, oh, we've run out. <laughs> on the same screen, not quite at the same time, but it is the same show. Yes. Speaking of those two, I'm writing this, and I think you'll be recording the show on their birthday. Ah, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy that birthday, Alex Kingston and John Barrowman. Happy birthday to you. It's one day, but there are two of them. Yes. But anyway, happy birthday, Alex. And you too, Barrowman. Uh. On another point, is it wrong to be attracted to a woman old enough to be your mother? <laughs> <laughs> if it is, I've been a bad boy for years now. Then the you've word, got to be spanked. The word Oedipus comes to mind. Yeah, as long as it, she's old enough to be your mother and isn't your mother, you're mm. probably... Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She'll probably do the spanking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but talking of birthdays, it's also what would have been the late, great Douglas Adams' mm. s- yes. 61st mm-hmm. birthday. Yep. Something Google marked with a lovely little they doodle. Had, they had that on Google. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I saw yeah. that, yeah. yes. Yeah. Just like to thank you all for the enthusiasm you've put in several of your podcasts through the many, 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 many years that you've been producing. <laughs> because thanks to you, between being overly busy at college and producing probably too many podcasts, yes. currently <laughs> reading The Restaurant in the Universe, good choice, and loving it. So thanks to you fine people, Thanks to Mr. Adams for giving us this series, <laughs> which I feel has some similarities to my favourite books, Discworld. Yeah. Anyway, just thought I'd add that, and the fact that I think that Arrow, well, the writers for it, have a great handle on how to make an, oh God, what are they <laughs> going to do next sort of cliffhanger? Uh... Even if they are resolved pretty much straight away the next episode. <laughs> it's still enough to keep me hooked. It's a lot like Who, I think, isn't it? <laughs> Probably, or, or, or yeah, old yeah, yeah, yeah. And even knew Who, most of the cliffhangers are resolved pretty quickly, aren't they? Also, I've been loving the many trailers we've been getting for upcoming films and shows. Star Trek Into Darkness, mm-hmm. Iron Man 3, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones Season 3. Mm-hmm. Some I need to read at some point. Again, time is a major issue. Yeah. I was just wondering, what other shows you've been enjoying? And what else are you looking forward to? Ooh. Mm. 
Mm. I, I know it's not sci-fi related, but at the moment I'm enjoying Broadchurch. Though it does, oh, okay. seem, it does seem to have had half of the old Who cast in well, it. New Who cast. <laughs> so new, we've new got Who Tenant, cast. We've got yep. uh, Prisoner Zero. Yep. Mm. Rory's in it, isn't Rory's he? Rory's in it. You've also got oh god, what's his name? The guy who's playing the First Doctor. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mm. He's um, in it. David something rather. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I'm enjoying that. Also, uh, Lightfields, which was I think it's a sequel to one that was mm. a couple of years ago. Sure. It's a ghost story set in 1940, 70, as in present day. Mm, oh, okay. A, yeah. Shadowlands. Uh, Shadowlands, Shadow yes. Mm. That's only just got started. Mm. Mm. Watching a bit of Community, season oh, yeah. three. Yeah, you've got season three. I haven't, and I'm jealous. <laughs> what else? Bit of Mythbusters? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, still watching Mythbusters. Got it on Netflix now, so I'm finally able to watch it. I've never really watched it before. Uh, Game of Thrones season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've just picked up, we, we miss Game of Thrones, so we've just picked up the first box set rather cheap, just to see ah. what it's like. Yeah, it's quite good. Mm. Some boobies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be really honest, I mean, I haven't been watching all that much television. Ooh, get out. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been reading more than anything else. Well, that's, I've done a bit of reading. When we went to Gallifrey, I had the 11th Doctor book, the Viking one. What's it called? Oh, I've got it up up somewhere. somewhere. That Dark Horizons, that was it. Yeah. Dark Horizons. Mm-hmm. And I've just finished of just finishing Dracula Cha-Cha-Cha. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a Kim, Kim Newman yeah, one, okay. which is basically what would have happened if Dac- Dracula hadn't been killed off yeah. in the original stories. And we've now reached the 1950s, and it's a sort of a spy spoof, because we've got Hamish Bond. Right, okay. So it's, sort of, mm-hmm. it's an alternate yeah. reality uh, type yeah. thing. But anyway, mm. that's what I've been reading. Mm. Okay. No, so I've been reading uh, Eon by Greg Bell. Oh, yeah. And uh, what else? Uh, Clockwork Angels by Kevin J. Anderson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what else? The uh, final book in the uh, Journeys of the Catechist uh, series by Alan Dean Foster. Catechist. Catechist. Yeah. Yourself? Have you read anything? Mm, I know not much recently. Things. A few weeks back, before Galley, uh, yeah. I, I finished reading, uh, what was it called? It was uh, a Star Wars by Timothy Zahn. It's a late, there's a, there's a new one out recently. It was the first one with the uh, Stormtroopers. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Hand of Justice, whatever they call yeah, themselves. That one. Okay. Anyway, uh, Reese continues. Um, oh, sorry, Reese. Well, that's about it. Hopefully, I don't reenact my last written feedback. You can just tell I don't have much time to proofread or edit it much. <laughs> and give you an intelligent email. Thanks again for your <laughs> marvellous show. And speak or type to you next time. Okay. Cheers, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Reese. Thank you, Reese. <laughs> Thank you. For the moment. Right, we have one here from Mr. M. Ah, hello, hello, Mr. M. Mr. M. The Les Dawson of email writing. <laughs> oh, God. Hello, team. It's Mr. M again. Hello. Hello. Yes, it's been a long time, I know, and if you've not really got anything else to say, I <laughs> do it thought... <laughs> I'll just give you all a quick hello and tell you I will hopefully be able to review the next series when it begins at Easter. Mm-hmm. Ah, Still yeah. staring at Karen Gillan's legs, Mr. M, and he throws in lots of PS and PS, 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 yes, bye. Uh, well, <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. M. Thank you. Right, we've got a huge one, well, a biggie, oh. from Will. Hello, hello Will. Will. Hello, team and head. 
<laughs> Sorry I haven't sent feedback for a while, but I've been catching up with some old episodes. Ah, and good. they're still as good as your new ones. Oh, but, our old episodes. Yeah, <laughs> our old episodes from the sound of it. But I have to point out my best and worst writers. Of our episodes? Uh, they're no, not written. Of, of old who Make it up as you go along. Remember the, the days of the past we used to do best of, worst of? Yep, oh, indeed. Yeah, which yeah. we shall have to get back to at We will time, have yes. to resurrect this whole time. Anyway, anyway. Best and worst writers. Old Hugh, best writer, Robert Holmes. Yes, yep, probably yep, hard yep. to disagree with, yes. Worst writer? Yeah. Pip and Jane Baker. Jip and Payne. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> New Who, best Cornell, the vast Toffee MN, a close second. Mm, okay. okay. Worst, Helen Raynor. Mm. Muppets of Manhattan. <laughs> Most embarrassing moments. <laughs> New Who. Yep. The Absorbaloff. Mm, yeah. That's a very perfectly good thong he was wearing there. <laughs> Old Who. The Horns of Naimon! <laughs> Lord Naimon! <laughs> Proudest moments. Oh, yeah. New Who. Opening credits to Rose. I was in mm. awe at those new episodes, oh. even at the age of five. Five? <laughs> God. And I had only watched a few old Who DVDs. Old Who. Can't choose here, but I like the end of episode eight in Trial of a Time Lord, when the Doctor realised what's happened, and he is the hero after he states he's going to find out why he has been taken out of time for another reason. There's mm. more, but that's the one that I shall choose for now. Yeah. Least favourite Who stories. Okay. There's there's a few here. Oh, so, good, okay. So, so bear with me. Well, well actually, I think there's one for each Doctor. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's let us on to our favourite ones. Uh, yes, go for it. Galif- uh, Galifrey 4. Silly. Galaxy. Sorry, Galaxy 4. Silly. The Dominators. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Mutants. Silly and boring. <laughs> the Armageddon Factor. Oh. I've never enjoyed it. Mm. Warriors of the Cheap. <laughs> cheap and silly. <laughs> Overlit, definitely. Mm. Time Lash. I didn't even watch the second episode, but I will try. Oh, it's not as bad as you make mm. out. Dragonfire. Really? It was silly, but it got rid of Mel. <laughs> Eighth Doctor. Uh, this is difficult. Yeah, what will he choose? Minuet in Hell. Oh, he's one of the big finishes. Yeah. I'm disappointed by that because the brig. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. Awful, awful, awful. <laughs> and it wasted Nicholas Corbin. It did, it did. The nine, the long game, ruined by Adam. What did you do, Adam? What did you do? How did you spoil it for him? Well, um... <laughs> Ten, Idiot Slanton. I didn't enjoy it the first time, and I was six at the time. Uh, okay. Eleven, the curse of the black spot. <laughs> Amy in a pirate costume. Uh, yeah, what my, the, uh, what my defining moment of that is when we went to the galley for the first time. The episode yeah. hadn't aired. No. And there was half a dozen Amy's in pirate costumes. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Good convention. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's enough ranting for now, but I just recommend the Big Finish audios. Ah, yes. Thanks, Will. Hello again. I've changed my mind about my proudest moment of old who. Oh, yeah. I have now chosen the case of Androzani, where uh-huh. the Doctor will do pretty much everything to save Perry. Yeah. A person yeah. he has, big Finnish audios excluding, just met, and it is the cliffhanger of episode three, where he will crash the ship to save him. Yeah, that's a great cliffhanger. I've really finished now. Bye-bye, Will. Thank you. P.S. Mm. I can't oh. remember now, so bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Will. Thank you, yeah. Thank yep, you. Yep, yep. 
Some of those I'd agree with, some maybe so, not yeah, so much. But yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> some of them... I, All I personal opinions, so... Yeah, I won't mention now, but some of them I think is a bit harsh on. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have oh. bits of audio feedback here. Oh, okay. From Reese. Hello, Reese. Hello, oh. team, and hello, head of Pertwee. I'm back, but this time with audio feedback, so I don't hello. muck it up as badly as I did with the written one. <laughs> I didn't end up mentioning, because I think I ended up sending you the draft version of my email. I <laughs> should have mentioned that I was away from my microphone, which I kind of did, although it just sounded garbled, like I was just saying microphone, unable, record, to, <laughs> away from. <laughs> I may as well have said that, but basically I was away from my microphone at family, you know, get-together, and basically I remembered, oh, I better send him feedback to Staggering Stories, <laughs> and I had my cousin and a friend around, and they were talking to me while I was going, oh, yeah, yeah, I've just got to type this quickly, and obviously it didn't come out completely coherently. Also, I was <laughs> typing it on a Mac, which I'm not used to yet, and maybe I opened drafts again or something. I don't know. I think I ended up sending you my draft one because I'm sure the one I actually sent you made a bit more sense than <laughs> the one that I ended up sending you did. But anyway, that, that's not important. What is important is now I can't give you typos because this isn't an audio medium, although I can mispronounce a word, so uh, I'll try not to do yeah. that, try, but try I probably key. will. Mm. I'm quite yeah, tired. Worms it. don't come easy to me when I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bit of a preview on what you're talking about this episode from our wonderful El Presidente, when Sandro JF and myself chatted with him for an improbable podcast. Yes. Plug, plug. Plug, plug. That episode will be available online within the next few weeks, although by the time you release this, it might already be out, or they might go out on the same week or weekend or whatever. But anyway, it'll be out eventually. Whilst we were doing it, Adam said that uh, you're going to be talking about Neverwhere, which you got preview copies of, and I can't (laughs) talk about because... I've never experienced it in any of its forms, but your review certainly got me interested. So I will do my best to check that out at some point. And the cast of the radio play is just Mm. phenomenal, so I want to hear that. And also you're talking about your favourite Doctor Who stories for each Doctor. Now, I can't quite do that because I've probably only seen at least one story from all the Doctors. (laughs) I mean, we've all seen one story from the Eighth Doctor. Well. Paul McGann, Eighth Doctor, but anyway, right. um, yeah. the canon Eighth Doctor. <laughs> yep. I've seen four Boom. or five of particular Doctors, like Tom Baker, but I haven't seen enough to really judge. So I think I'm going to just go for New Who, but Again. I did yep. try this, and I couldn't think of a favourite all up for the Doctors, so to pad this out to maybe <laughs> not quite the length of what it would be if I was going for every Doctor, I'm going to go for every season of New Who. Okay. Uh, number okay. one was very easy for me. The Empty Child and the Doctor Dances. That's my favourite Eccleston story and one of my favourite stories ever. Mm. Um, Mm. Season 2, there were a few flat ones. Nothing too terrible, but nothing too brilliant. But for Season 2, I'd probably go for Impossible Planet and the Satan Pit, although honourable mentions for School Reunion and Army of Ghosts and Doomsday, just because, especially Doomsday, because of the final... 10 minutes and the goodbye well the first goodbye to Rose that's <laughs> yeah. a really good episode um, yes, yes. the Satan Pit and the improbable, Impossible Planet Improbable I was going to mention the podcast again <laughs> but that, they're good, good episodes I struggle with that but they're good episodes <laughs> for season 3 we all know Blink isn't incredible for me I'll watch it if it's on but I just don't see the brilliance of it mm-hmm. Human Nature and Family of Blood yeah in fact, I think mm-hmm. if I was going to give an honourable mention for season one, Father's Day would be the yeah. honourable mention, because I think Paul Cornell does great stuff. Does. I've only oh, yeah. seen his Doctor Who episodes. I haven't read anything that he's written or uh, been involved in, but if I find the time, 
probably unlikely at the moment, given what's happening in my life and the fact that I do so many podcasts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if I get the time, I'm going to try and delve into the world of Paul Cornell. It's always his comics. I'd go for oh, yeah, Human yeah, Nature and Family of Blood. Blood. Mind you, another honourable mention would be uh, Time Crash, which is kind yeah. of included, yes. I guess. <laughs> Season four. Oh, I like the finale. I know a lot of people don't, but I like the final story. I like Midnight. I like uh, Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead. I'd probably go for Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead. Mind you, I think that was a strong season as a whole. Yeah. No real terrible episodes. No Love and Monsters, which is not <laughs> terrible. It's just let down by the end. Okay, no Muppets in Manhattan, Evolution of the Daleks. That's a better, um, yeah. better comparison. Yes. I'm even going to include the specials here, by the way, because I think that uh, The Waters of Mars needs a big mention here because yes. it... It's really good. It is. As is David Tennant. Um, I don't know if he won an award for that or not, but I think he should have done. And also, I'm going to defend the end of time. It's brilliant. And it is an honourable mention for me. And now it gets harder because now we're talking about season five, which is quite a special one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go for the eleventh hour, Beast Below, Victory of the Daleks, Song of Angels, Special Friends, <laughs> uh, Vampires of Venice. No wait, no. I claim foul. I claim <laughs> is a Christmas foul. special included. Yeah, it would be included in that season. Oh, it's a tie between the eleventh hour, the season finale, and the Christmas special for me. Oh, and Vincent and the Doctor. Oh. Damn. <laughs> I can't make a favourite out of those. They're all tied. Mm. With an honourable mention for the uh, Angels two-parter. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I love season five. Me too. Oh, season six. The Girl Who Waited, with an obvious honourable mention for The Doctor's Wife. Mm, then yeah. followed by A Good Man Goes to War and Let's Call Hitler, tied. They're my third place. That's double good. third place. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, season seven so far... Uh, the Snowman. I liked Vic... Uh, no, not Victory. Mm. Asylum of the Daleks. Yeah. I'm getting confused. <laughs> um, and I quite like Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. <laughs> yes, I know you didn't, Adam. <laughs> but, yeah, The Snowman, just fun. One of the best Christmas specials. Certainly the best out of the six episodes we've had so far. And uh, I'm looking Pond. forward to what we get later on. Although, BBC, I'm <laughs> breathing deeply now to calm myself down. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I didn't want to know about the return of the <laughs> and I'm sorry if some of you didn't know but I'd be very surprised if someone out there didn't yeah, the, <laughs> the reason why I didn't want to know that they're returning is because and this is in response to people who've said well they should, they're going to release the uh, news and the pictures of them because someone's going to film or get pictures of them on set and threaten to release them so if the bbc releases a high quality one then they're you know covering their backs or whatever you know they're just doing it themselves yes fair enough that happened with the cybermen that happened this year we saw the yeah. redesign of the cybermen from fan photos on set and then yes. they were in the trailer and i think they've been elsewhere i don't know in official forms but yeah. the thing is from what I know, and given the synopsis of the episode, I'm not going to say anything about it, though, in case Adam doesn't know about that. No. But from what I know, it's filmed in studio, nothing on location, so they didn't have pictures of it no, <laughs> from no, fans. No location they obviously do from the production crew. <laughs> but uh, yeah. the thing that really annoys me is that, try not to be cynical about this, but they are hyping the fact that Neil Gaiman's back, which is fair enough, because he did a fantastic job with The Doctor's Wife, and he's yeah. just a damn good writer. Yeah. But I think yep. it would have been better to put all the marketing attention onto that sort of thing, you know, say, 
we've got a new companion, we've got Neil Gaiman, we've got a redesign of the Cyberman, oh, look at this, let's build up this hype, and then hit us slam it whenever we see the in the episode with the and people go, oh my god, very angry. now we know they're returning, and I'm f***ing annoyed by it, and if I'm going to carry on, I'd be replacing many different words with what I'm going to call the BBC, yeah. but yeah, I'm just, I'm not happy wasn't the best thing they could do but anyway before i get angry and before i turn your podcast into my forum for ranting i will leave it at that (laughs) and say thank you for the marvelous podcast and keep up the great work and i'm looking forward to doctor who coming back (laughs) anyway see ya Bye. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But as I mentioned on uh, Voyages on the Tardis, maybe they're telling us little bits to hide... Something else. Something else, bigger bits. I wonder if we're not going to have a lot more returning monsters than we realise. As a kind of anniversary thing. Yeah, maybe. So we know about these two. Are there many more? Yeah, as as we've discussed, I think it was last podcast. At the moment, it doesn't seem that we're going to be getting a full season. No, year. we're basically so, getting last year's yeah, Doctor this, Who. It, it's, something, it's something that's annoyed me, and I'd like to point out in the Doctor Who Monthly. Yeah. They have show-coasted. Show-coasted. I'm working these false teeth in for horse. I do apologise. They, they have showcased these new final set of episodes, yeah. but they're calling it episode one, episode two, episode three. It's not. It is not. It it's is uh, episode seven. eight. Yeah, episode seven, episode seven, eight. Seven, eight, nine, ten, it's a, yeah, whatever. It's not. So they're not it's not a new season. We're still having the, the leftovers from last season. Yeah, which were delayed as it was yeah. those should by rights have been in uh, the spring yeah and then these new ones should be in last autumn yeah anyway we've been conned <laughs> uh, what can we do not much no. but anyway I need to give a quick plug oh plug 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 plug, 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 plug. Uh, Andre yay Andre I'm talking uh, to you Key or Quay uh, no uh, don't uh, go there fame. don't <laughs> he's uh, helping to run a convention in New York mm-hmm. Long Island Who it's called in, on Long Island an island that is long apparently when is it it is in November the 8th to the 10th of November 2013 oh. and so far guests include Daphne Ashbrook yep. Fraser Hines yep. Ian McNeese yep and Sylvester McCoy. Yep. Okay. Looks like it's going to be a good one. I don't suppose we'll be there. Unfortunately, uh, the coffers and the money can only spring to one. Particularly American. if we're going to the official event. Yeah, only <laughs> one American convention a year. Yeah. Or every other but, year. Uh, if it's uh, anything like I imagine it would be, well worth looking out. Oh, God, yes. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another Staggering Stories podcast. Oh. Oh. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More fun frivolity and jollity. More yeah. news and reviews. More who old and new. Ah. So until that quintessential quagmire of quavering, quivering... Quaslings? Quizlings. 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 <laughs> oh, I was pronouncing it how poor we did. Comes quivering down upon us. Reasoning <laughs> <laughs> it there. Mm. This is me, Crumbly saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, Series 1, Number 154, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. to the next podcasts.
Testing, testing, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Banana, banana, banana. Do, 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 do. Banana. Do, 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 do. Oh, speaking of bananas, I saw the uh, trailer for um, Despicable Me 2. Yeah. Banana, banana. Yes. No, this is another one. This another is another one. Another yes. one. Um, apparently, you see one of his minions dressed as a French maid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all bang, bang, bang on the door. Oh, hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, apparently they get beamed up by aliens. So. The Doc 2 role playing game has just had its first run of Doc 2 specific. I'll say it entirely again. <laughs> the Doc 2 role playing game just had its. F- the f- <laughs> <laughs> He's even worse than me! <laughs> I am, well, I wrote it. <laughs> We've been linguistically challenged tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> This 160 page car book. Oh, bugger. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not on my own. The Pertwee Pole. Universal language. While we're not properly recording. I like some people. <laughs> well, I'm trying to mask out the sound of uh, Andy weeing. <laughs> He's in pain in there. <laughs> He's got the infection and he hasn't told us about <laughs> Burns. <laughs> <clears throat> Did it hurt? Was it burning? No. Was there a hot stream? <laughs> no. We're, we're trying to figure if you were in pain or not. Or was you just singing? No, I wasn't singing. <laughs> like a canary. <laughs> Are you suggesting I have some sort of venerable disease? <laughs> venerable disease. <laughs> My learned client has a dose of the gondolas, yes. We are the staggering bugger. <laughs>